Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Tuesday edition, we are going to look back on Monday Night Football, the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle, and there is a lot to get into. There's the booze from the Seattle fans, the back and forth between Russ, Pete Carroll, and the organization. Also, the clock management of Nathaniel Hackett and the Denver Broncos. A lot of suspect decisions there. We're going to have that. Plus, a look back on some other news and notes, injury-wise, from around the NFL and what happened in Austin, Texas over the weekend. We'll get into that for you. It's two pros and a cup of Joe next here. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and you, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Throw it up, Bird. Oh, throw it up. Yeah. Throw the hooks up. <laughs> Throw them pros. hooks up. Yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as Make always money, money. on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates South all South. across the country. And wherever you are, making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. And we are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we are broadcasting oh, live yes. from the TireRack.com studios tirerack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be man how about that russell wilson huh how about it i mean he's definitely a showsman fan favorite you know the came in. where uh where do we want to start with this <laughs> shiny, I, I really suit. let's start i thought say the conversation started before the game started yeah, yeah. the shiny suit i yeah. mean what the hell was that i don't know was he going to the prom homecoming yeah. I, I, apparently they they he put more time and energy into his suit than he did the clock management at the end of the game oh um, god i mean it's a great point let's let's just break it down for a second though 
What was it that did it too much for you? Was it the color of the suit, the the texture? Because it was, the, it was texture. the bow. It was the bow tie for me. Yeah, and the shoes. Like it was all. Sh- it was just like yeah, ma- but- very mace like, very bad boy, bad boy, bad boy. Ooh, take mace. that, take that, take that. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay. Like I hear shiny suit man. You know what I mean? It, it was the bow tie about. for me, man. Like had he just worn a tie, I'd have been like, all right. Like I don't care how shiny it is. I don't care what his shoes looked like. The bow tie was the thing that threw me off. That I was like, oh man. Like that's just not a that's not a look that's that's not like a football look and I know there's some there's some guys out there who have the whole bow tie thing and all that I'm not a bow tie guy it just kind of sends off like I don't know I, I hate to say this and not look like a meathead but douchebag I was gonna say nerdy but okay either way it ain't football it, so yeah. I, I I was I was more taken back by like I saw the boats I was like oh god. It was, it was the sunglasses for me. It was just inside. It, it, I mean, yeah. did the walk? Yeah. Did the walk it, do it, it too? W- it wasn't even just the sunglasses inside. They look like liquor store or Lokes. Like you ever, you ever buy a pair of Lokes Hell at a liquor yeah. store? They yeah, look like they weren't out. even. They weren't even like Ray Bans or like Mr. a reputable Mr. band. Mr. Unlimited. Sunglasses. You got to be unlimited. Yeah, un- unlimited with your spending because he walked in with eighteen dollars in his pocket. Said, "Can I get uh, a pair of Lokes and the rest on number three? And then walked out and decided, so, "I'm going to wear that I mean, when I go so to Seattle." What? Come on, man. So what? Well, you so could, what? You can't do a pair of uh, de- something different than a pair of Lokes with two hundred fifty million or whatever he got. I mean, that suit was probably like ten thousand dollars a shine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that care how true. much it was. That doesn't make it look good. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah, but you got to you got like you got to play you got to pay for the bling. You know what I, I mean? I, I've seen plenty of people you walk in the living room and go, "Oh, it's a really nice like look. Uh, it's a really expensive couch." It looks like crap. It looks like you used one of your curtains to make a couch out of it. <laughs> you know? and I don't care how expensive it is, how comfortable it is. It looks like crap, and I don't care. Would you have given him more credit? I, I would have actually respected him more if he had, like, a ruffled undershirt. You know, like like the uh, the old prom pictures to where there would be, like, the ruffles what? on the uh, – like no. There would be, like, oh. some, uh, some puff to them. You know what I mean? There was, like, a different a – different, uh, It's a Seinfeld episode, but, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I just remember yeah, uh, like a Tom – yeah, not really. Because, yeah, no. you know, I like uh, good stuff. Makes you stuff. so unrelatable. You know, listen, I like good so stuff. So unrelatable. I like good shows. That suit wasn't relatable, yeah. I'll tell you that. It wasn't at all. No, it was no. not. Or the all shoes. right, so can we, can we get into the game? Okay. Because, like, there's a few things. Like, I was I was happy for Geno Smith. Like, I, I really was. He was you know, they, they, Well, they made they made a, a big story about that. I was with him his rookie season. And, and <laughs> I can promise you this. That young man has grown up so much. Like, he really has. Like, from where he was his rookie year, first star at home versus Tampa, and his habits and all that, to where he's at now. And, and it's one of the reasons why he's probably still in the league getting an opportunity, besides the fact that he is talented. I mean, that dude can spin it. I, I said that from day one. I said, I don't know if the mental stuff and the maturity will come around, but he could spin it. He always could sling around the football. And he was able to mature and hang on long enough and be with be in a good situation too, where he finally got that shot, where he was from a maturity standpoint ready, but prepared for the moment. So good for Gino. I mean, he really did in the beginning of that game. Like to me, the way he played, it like set the tone for the rest of the game how it was going to go. That was the most animated I've ever seen him in his entire career. The most like vocal, the most you know out of himself. That I've ever seen Geno Smith. He, he's generally been like an internal type of guy, very like almost like nonchalant in the way he, he appears to you. 
So the fact that he was into it the way that he was into it, I think said a lot. I mean, he, he clearly made it super, super apparent that he was, you know, just ecstatic about having the opportunity. But, you know, the interesting thing was this this is a talented Denver Broncos team that went into in into Seattle to, to play and then you know you lose you lose player you lose Jamal Adams he he rolls out um this didn't seem like this was a probable game for Seattle but I think my takeaway was again I I want to know what is Russell Wilson and I've said this before in shows prior I want to know what and who Russell Wilson is as a Denver Bronco and I'm not I'm not going to cast any judgments just yet. I mean, I thought he played a a pretty good game. I I don't think that he played a bad game at all. They just they faltered in the red zone way too much. Too many too many goal mistakes. Goal line, red zone, yeah. goal line, goal line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many? T- yeah. Like like here's the thing that there's gonna be optimism for Seahawks fans. Who's like, oh, you know, one and oh, you get a nice win at home versus the Broncos, all that. You got two fumbles on the one yard line. Yeah. That ain't happening again. It's not sustainable. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not sustainable. <laughs> it won't happen again the rest of the season. Um, the, the clock here, – here's what, here's what I took away from it. Look, Russell was fine. He, he really was. I, I was more shocked at the manner in which – and what's concerning to me, but shocked by the manner in which Nathaniel Hackett and their defensive coordinator had kind of coached that game. I mean, first off, I'll go back to, to training camp preseason. You all remember when they played – I think they played the Bills in the preseason? Yeah. They look soft. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm not questioning the toughness of these men, but they don't play with any physicality. And that showed out early in that game. And again, it was a, one of those kind of tone-setting things, especially on defense. They, they, they did not look like they were bringing what they need to in order to compete at that level in the NFL. The second thing was is there were some times where you, you could see, and, and it could have been just the fact that the starters hadn't you know played really at all in the preseason and all that, but they just seemed off, and, and you expect that with the first, you know, year head coach, first-time head coach in offense. But down the stretch, that was what was most shocking. You know, from my time in Seattle, one of the things that Pete Carroll did so, so well was two-minute and clock management. I mean, I remember sitting in quarterback rooms with Carl Smith and going over the scenarios of, okay, we have this much time left. We have no timeouts. How many plays can you get? All right, three plays, coach. All right, we got this much time. One timeout. How many plays can we get? I mean, literally every day rehearsing this. And so you could walk into that huddle concussed, and you could say, look at the clock and go, all right, we got 22 seconds. No timeouts. We really can only get one play safely, you know, and, and then maybe a field goal afterwards or a Hail Mary afterwards, right? Like, like we, we knew all that time period. Like, if you had 16 seconds left, right, that was the bare minimum. Like, if you were desperate and you had to make something happen, 16 seconds, you could get up, run a play, clock it, have time for something else, whether that's a field goal, uh, Hail Mary, whatever else. Like, that was, like, the bare minimum, right? I mean, we went through all these, we had all, all these scenarios, and, and Russell has been one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the fourth quarter in two minutes of anyone in, in NFL history. And so to sit there and watch with three timeouts around midfield on our fourth and five, you not burn one right away yeah. and go, okay, and then let's talk it. about this. Didn't burn let's it right about- away and then burnt it. Like It's not like they play, did a play. <laughs> they did. They just they, they wasted they 30 just wait, seconds. And then called timeout. And then called timeout. And so at that point, you should be saying to yourself, okay, we got three timeouts, right? 
we're going to call a timeout right now. Now, you can't call back-to-back timeouts, obviously. But what you're going to do is you're going to talk in the huddle and say, we're going to try to run some sort of, because he's going to be in shotgun, double silent count, right? A little couple head bobs, something like that. You want the defense to get a jump. You want to try to maybe get one of them to jump off sides, get a free play, all right? And then from there, we're going to try to convert this thing. And then after we convert this thing, we're probably going to have to call another timeout, regroup. We'll have one timeout left. We'll go from there, but we'll be closer in field goal range. We'll save that last timeout for the field goal. But the fact that like they just sat there and walked to the line and acted like they didn't have any clue what they were doing, to me, it was an indictment on Nathaniel Hackett and the lack of preparation for getting this team. Like He's kind of one of those guys that everyone loves, the media, because he's high energy and all that stuff. His team wasn't prepared. And, and it was actually even worse, though, for as much as Russell has played, that he let that happen. Like At some point in your career, when you take it in your own hands, which he has, that's why he's in Denver – you got to be the one to sit out there and go, time out, burn one, and go, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you trying to waste 30 seconds on the clock? Like, I, I didn't see the sideline erupt like they were mad at Russell for not getting things organized. It seemed like it was more of Nathaniel Hackett and that staff not knowing what the hell they were trying to do. Call time out and talk about it. It, was, it wasn't that complicated. They made a very, very simple scenario or situation look so complicated. It made me question everything what this season is going to be for the Denver Broncos. Well, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, he tried to explain the decision-making on the 64-yard field goal attempt. Uh, here was the Broncos head coach. Obviously, I wish we would have gotten a lot closer, but it put us in that weird spot there because we were in the field goal range, but we were on that fourth down situation. Um, didn't think we were going to get that many yards, so I thought it was a great job by Javante, and uh, we just made the decision. We want to take our shot there uh, on that one. So there it is. You, know, you tell me. What do you have a better chance of making, a 64-yard field goal <laughs> or, or a fourth and five? five right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, a fourth and five or a 64-yard well, field goal? I, I saw the numbers. There was somebody who did the math on it, the analytics, and they said that uh, it's like 46% of the time teams convert on a fourth and five at that point in the field and about 20% of the time they'll make a, uh, a 64 yard field or, or, or something along those lines it was significantly in favor of you pick up the first down on a fourth and five in that spot you guys it was, did hear Troy didn't you did you hear Troy what they, Troy said they couldn't figure out what the hell was happening well I thought it was interesting because I thought it but I didn't say it out loud while I was sitting there to myself but it was like they put more trust in it, and and now this kind of goes back to the whole. Russell. You saw, you heard that, right? Like it go, it kind of goes back to the whole Seattle thing. Like, oh, let Russ cook, let Russ cook, let put it in Russ's hands. But that was the perfect time for Russ to get another play because he was marching. They weren't really stopping him. Get the get the first down, get out of bounds or whatever. Get the timeout, and and then figure out what you're going to do from there. The fact that they were like, okay, we're relying on the fact that our kicker can make the kick from here, and we're not even going to put Russ in a position where he has to to be either the hero or the goat or the hill, so to speak, in this situation. I thought was when 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 Troy said it, I was like, man, I was thinking it. And now Troy just put it out to the entire world. Now now you're going to have to answer questions. Why didn't you trust Russell Wilson? A minute eleven left. You're at midfield. You've got all three timeouts, and you get one more play in a sixty-four yard field goal attempt. That does it's not good. And math. that's a wrap. It's not good. <laughs> math. So so even after the thing that I'm not shocked by is even after you wasted the thirty seconds and you call the timeout and it's still fourth and five. It's like okay. We have two timeouts left. And I don't care if you had 20-some 20, 20 seconds, whatever it was. Yeah. It's like, dude, you could still go for it here, and you still have enough time with timeouts. 
know, the average play takes about six, seven seconds. And so you could still make it a – even if you, you didn't trust Russ necessarily in that scenario, which is it, – it's a little bit hard to believe. I think it was more just the ineptitude of Nathaniel Hack and the coaching staff, never having been in this scenario as a head coach before and understanding how to manage it. But I, I look back and go, well, even then, you should have just came back out and go, okay, we had time to talk about this. Let's go for it. Let's get this. Again, if I'm Russell and they try to put a field goal kicker out there, I'm going, what? No, man, Brandon, get your ass back on the bench. Like, we, we might kick one, but it's not right now. Like, that's how you handle that. I'm just I'm shocked by the, by the fact that, like, and I said this before. Remember about Aaron Rodgers? We were yeah. talking about the playoffs. and This it was before we were working together at LeVar, but – it was no different then when he's looking over the Green Bay sidelines and, and those guys like try to take him off instead of going for it. I mean, it's at some point in your career, and, and I, I know I'm it looks bad. I'm not coming off. I'm not coming off. Exactly. We're, we're like, going, that, that's what you're saying. Like, we're going to take you're this. like, we're going for this. We're not doing this. Yeah. At some point, you got to take charge. And that's the thing is, Russell has already tried. I mean, and, and again, I know Seattle and, and the whole story, and they were trying to move on from him before he was trying to move on from them. And maybe that's what created the fracture. Regardless, you're in Denver now. The rest of this story is going to be painted out what your legacy looks like as a Denver Bronco. And so he's got to take this into his hands as far as what he's going to do moving forward. And last night was a missed opportunity. And, and it also feels like if it, this is the coaching debut for Nathaniel Hackett and he struggles in these moments, like Brian Billick talked about it before, thinking he was really prepared and he had studied and all this stuff. And then he got to become a head coach and he realized there were other things that he didn't factor into it. And he just sort of had to learn to adapt to all of that stuff. The problem for Nathaniel Hackett is, now, because everybody saw it and it played out on national TV, there's going to be questions about this guy moving forward. Yep. Like, like no matter what, it's just like Brandon Staley last year with his decision making. That became the storyline of the offseason going into this year. The entire year, Nathaniel Hackett is going to be questioned now. Hey, we've seen this play out before national television. Are we sure he's going to know what to do with the clock here? And now, now they've been put in this spot. You, so. you know what I kept thinking watching that game? Boy, Denver misses Vic Fangio. Mm. Like, watching that defense and just watching the, the overall uh, the outcome of the game, I'm going, if Vic Fangio is there, I feel like there's a different outcome here. Like, I really do. Cause, and it's odd because with Nathaniel Hackett, you would have thought they would have put that on Russ's shoulders to get the first down and all that. With Vic Fangio, I know they would have because he was saying, like, this is the guy that they were away from being a su- successful football team. And trust me. He was waiting for the moment during his tenure in Denver to have a quarterback that he could say, no, 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 you go get the first down on fourth and five. Drive us down further so we can have a more makeable field goal to go win this thing. I thought that's why you pay all that money (laughs) for fourth down and five. Yeah. (laughs) In the clutch. I mean, for real. Right. Right. I mean, isn't that that why you got – the three bedroom home that's that's a thousand a hundred thousand square feet like <laughs> right. to deliver on fourth and five. Uh-huh. You know what? You know what? Four bedrooms, twelve another, baths. That's, that's why you wear a shiny piece. suit out there with shiny yeah. shoes. On both just sides. throw another piece into all this. You know that Hackett was hired after the new ownership group took over, and I can promise you, the Walton family. You know that whole Walmart, the whole big big whole conglomerate that Walmart is. Yeah. Right. Like I'm sure they were smart enough. <laughs> to say when they just bought this team, what the hell was that? Like, look, we, we made our money, you know, through, a, through change of Walmart, right? But, but even we can understand clock management, how this all works. Like, what the hell was that? I think because of the timing in which Nathaniel Hackett was hired and the ownership group took over, 
that probably lends Hackett to be on a shorter leash. That's, that's my intuition with all this. And I'm not saying that, hey, they're going to fire him after one year. But these are the sorts of things where people are keeping a tab, they're keeping receipts of, and they're saying after one year, then into year two, if this thing gets ugly or looks ugly and it doesn't look good next year, he gone. Oh, uh, like, that's how this all works out. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility he gets clipped after one year. If they miss the if they miss, if they miss the postseason and ownership goes, we're paying all this money to this guy. We need an improvement here. And Sean Payton sitting on the sidelines. You don't think they would make a call to Sean Payton? Hundred I mean, percent. He's got his own office, so you better and and a shiny suit, right? Yeah. So I'm well, just and, and that and that's the other thing is that, that ownership group. You know, if they move on from Nathaniel Hackett, who obviously let all that happen with Russell coming in, you you just block off the door, you pack up the boxes, you send that crap down the quarterback room. Yeah. And you go, yeah, maybe we need to be up here by on our ass. ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, might, be, it's might be your ass. It's time for y'all go to bed. All this goddamn yeah. money we done gave you with that shiny-ass tight suit on. You can't deliver us a fourth and five. Hey, you, be you know what looked me. bad, though? That suit doesn't look the same post game. It doesn't. No, it, no, it didn't look it goes, the same post game. It goes from being like you know, like stylish as hell to like clownish as hell, right? Like it, it was kind of like the Step Brothers, you know, when they show up in the tuxedos to interview. Yeah. Or or and then, uh, at, oh, then at the end of it, they're dumber. like, "Wait, like now this isn't very funny." Yeah. Like, like yeah. get out. Get when, out. They, when they killed the owl <laughs> at the little event. It's uh, oh, two, with, the, with the champagne court. <laughs> two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at Discover slash redeem rewards terms apply all right so we are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m eastern time six o'clock pacific we got the usuals we got in case you missed it coming up later on we've also got another edition of would you rather are we going to get some bq news coming up later on or are we gonna we gonna table it until tomorrow what are we thinking on the bq news well we'll figure that out yeah, we'll figure uh it out. it's uh we are gathering more information on all that stuff so we can bring you the goods coming up next though from the tirerack.com studios We've got a problem, and it's one team that's got a problem, and it's one fan base that's got a problem. I got a problem! And now a head coach might have a problem. We'll get into that for you. It's an NFL story right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. <laughs> Is this uh, bad religion? Yeah, see? I know my stuff. All right. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up uh, later on this hour, a little over 15 minutes from now, there is a future Hall of Famer that is demanding change in the NFL. He wants change implemented in the National Football League. We'll get into that for you here in another edition of In Case You Missed It, a little over 15 minutes from now. Uh, All right, so the Dallas Cowboys are screwed. Dak Prescott's going to be out for a minimum of six weeks. Uh, More close to eight weeks from some of the reporting out there on and the that's surgery. Screwed them, or were they screwed before then? They probably screwed before then. Yeah, they probably were screwed before. Well, if they would have listened to you, they would have known it. You've been you've been calling Philly uh, for the entire offseason. I'm just saying their offense has been a liability since before Dak Prescott's unfortunate departure. Right? I how, mean, how does Micah Parsons feel about it? You've talked to him. Come on. I mean, I, I really don't get into all of those things when I speak with them. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's talking about the obvious. The defense delivers. The defense has has become the strength of the team. And they, they don't have an established running at- attack. They don't have an established passing game. And they don't have a stable offensive line. It's, it just says what it is. I mean, I, I wouldn't have said that they – now based off of Dak Prescott going out it's like oh well there goes the season like it may be more of there goes the season you know but uh, I mean their offense was a liability it it, it was this year I mean here's the thing I'd I'd say is I mean based on rankings at least they were the number one offense in the NFL last year so I don't know like then they had their moments like clearly the way last season ended the whole two-minute drive whatever the hell that was like, that's the liability, right? Like, it's their inability in clutch situations. 
to deliver or find a way. Um, I think moving on this year, the way week one looked like, for sure their defense has kind of taken over as that group. But I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that we could you know, say that based on last year, at least not considering their results and how good their offense was at times. But, it, I mean, look, the way that game looked, I, I don't – if Dak was in or not, it wouldn't matter. You know, they got, they got problems. I mean, they, they have a wide receiver group that, you know, outside of CeeDee Lamb, who they're trying to make him into this number one guy – which you see what that looks like now without Amari Cooper out there. A lot more difficult task. And I don't know that he's got the support around him at the wide receiver spot to take off some of the pressure away from him. You know, outside of that, it's Dalton Schultz and that's the running backs. It's Zeke and Tony Pollard. That's about it. Mm. Well, you- that offensive line, as you touched on, I mean, it's, it's made a transition now. You don't have uh, Tron Smith. It's Tyler Smith. You know, different with a rookie there. McGovern's out. I mean, there's just all these issues now that they're facing, and I think they're going to have a hard time, you know, getting back to being the number one offense in the league. I just think that those stats were misleading because they didn't win big games. It's like they had great stats, and they won games, but they didn't win big games. Like, I I don't know. Name a big game off the top of my head. I can't think of – well, I mean, it depends how you look at it. Like, they won the division last year, so it's not like they didn't win big games. Like, they beat Philly twice. I mean, big no, games I, I, is I, like but, but I'm saying, like, if we're saying Philly's the team to this beat year. this year, this they, year. they swept yeah. them last year. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it depends on what you what you view as a big game. Well, but. I'm basing Philly's success off of their offseason, and, and yeah. they were close in, in some regards. They had a running attack. They didn't have a passing attack, and I think they, they went and addressed that pretty aggressively. But in terms of last year, big games like as in like the the opener, you see them in, in a game against Tampa last year. It's like no. you felt as though they were going to see each other at some point, but you know yeah. what? They lost. But, but, but here's the problem is you can't put it all on the offense. I mean, they scored almost scored 30 points now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. That's fair. And, and again, statistically speaking, last year you would say coming into this year, this should be a pretty balanced team. Yeah. And and they should be able to, you know, if in some cases, cruise to an NFC title, not just win one. They should be able to cruise to an NFC East title and see where they're going from there. It just doesn't – this team just hasn't shown that they can separate themselves in in the wash. Like when we start getting into the more elite teams that were out there last year. Now this year I think that there's more of an opportunity, but they they stink. Like I, I, don't, I don't think that they're going to be good enough, but this is an opportunity this year. I mean, I think we saw a lot of parity on, on Sunday. Like, okay, yeah. you know, there, there is still the opportunity. Like, I don't look at any team right now today and say, okay, here's the most dominant team in the NFC. So it, there's, there is the opportunity. I just don't think that it's Dallas and, and what they got going on on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, well, Stephen Jones, I mean, uh, the one consistent there in Dallas is the fact that the Joneses, uh, they love to do radio hits. Uh, Stephen Jones is on with the fan in Dallas, and he had a little bit of optimism yesterday about his quarterback. We feel very confident he'll he'll be back. We just don't know that time frame right now. Is there any concern with what happened in 2020, the back half of maybe last year and now this, that Dak is injury prone? No, I think Dak is built to last. Uh, I think, you know, obviously those uh, – hand injuries with quarterbacks and pockets are uh, are tough ones and uh, 
I don't think he's injury prone and feel like uh, he'll rebound from this. He's a great leader. He'll be out there leading the charge. I know he won't miss anything, and uh, I think great things are ahead, ahead of Dak. So there's a, there's a little bit of optimism there. So what's the plan? Uh, he sounded very yeah. subdued to yeah. me. Yeah. If you ask Hold me. on for a second. Very somber. He's going to be out at least six weeks. At yeah. least. November. I mean, we don't know what type of fracture it was on his thumb, but I could tell you regardless, it's his throwing hand, and it's going to take at least six weeks for that bone to try to heal and, and to feel like he's going to be able to grip a football again. At least. Probably longer. Like, this is a scenario where we saw it happen last year with Russell Wilson with his finger, and he was on an aggressive track to come back. And what happened when he came back? Came back too soon, didn't look the same. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen to Dak if that's the case. Like, I would bank on, like, if he comes back before six weeks, that's concerning in the sense of I don't know what to expect of the pass game because it looked bad as it was. I mean, based on what their pass game looked week one, I know the Tampa Bay defense is good. Todd Bowles is one of the better defensive minds. But still, like, I I don't – you don't want to come back early with that until you're able to be 100% with a wide receiver group that outside of CeeDee Lamb, I'm not sure really threatens many people. The feeling is week 10 is after the bye week. After the bye. November 13th, they're at Green Bay. And that's the most likely spot that Dak Prescott comes back. <laughs> Is this crazy? What are you playing for at that point? Can I, they're, they're, they're they're oh, my gosh. Can I, I ask this one? They're done. What does Jerry Jones do the moment in time you got to say this season is done? Does he blow it up? Is Zeke out of there? Is Dak out of there? Like – is 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 McCarthy out of there? Oh, McCarthy, I think, is the the first one to go. I the mean, why not about, blow it up? The hard thing about letting go of anyone is they've got to make like admit mistakes. Like, if you want to let go of Zeke, like you signed him that contract. It's not like you brought in a general manager. Like that's Stephen Jones. That's you. The hard part about where they're at now is, hey, you didn't have a backup. That's on you. Like at one point, you had one quarterback on this roster. And when you cut everyone, Cooper Rush and Will Greer, because of you know different cap implications and how you wanted to bring him back, but that's on you. Like you looked at a quarterback who had been hurt before that you're paying a bunch of money and you feel like your roster's in a good spot. You won the division last year, and you didn't go out and find yourself a backup that is insurance for if and when Dak gets hurt. Like, look, Dak's a big guy. He's a strong guy. Freak accidents happen like this. And then other accidents happen because he runs around from time to time. And then the more you leave the pocket, the more subjected you are to getting injured. The Dak has some of that to his game. This is, a, this is completely on Jerry Jones and Steven Jones for their team being in this position. Whether it's Mike McCarthy after one week already being on the hot seat, whether it's not having a backup, whether it's the roster and you're looking at how much Zeke's getting paid, whatever the case is, if they blow it up, the first person they need to look at themselves. Mm, say, do do we need to bring someone in outside of the family to come in and help us make decisions because we're blind to our own mistakes. They can't do that. They won't. Well, they can, they but won't. they won't. Yeah. Yeah, they won't do that. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on FSR. Coming up next, a future Hall of Famer is in, uh, demanding change in the NFL. He wants it to happen immediately. We'll get into all that for you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. 
But what you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up a little over 10 minutes from now, top of next hour here live from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to hear from one coach 
who I don't know if he's making threats, but he is not happy. He is not happy. He hears it all, and we will get into that for you here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, want to let you know we are brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code 2PROS for a special offer when you sign up. That's code 2PROS, the number 2PROS, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee D-D-D-D-D-Lap. D-Lap! Fellas, in case yeah. you missed it, on Sunday Night Football, <laughs> Leonard Fournette laid a vicious chip stop block that. Stop, on stop. Micah Parsons. Why, why? Why even bring that up? What's, what's well, breaking reason, news about Well, this? the reason I bring it up is because Von Miller took to Twitter and said, this block must be taken out of the game. This is the future, and we are just letting the offense tee off on our marquee pass rushers. You can get the job done with Without this much contact. Wow. How about that? Yeah, I disagree with that too. <laughs> it's not a chop block. I, yeah. I actually thought that that's a badge of honor when you got to deal with multiple guys trying to block you. So I don't know that I'd agree with that. I, there's also, I mean, the, the hit looked vicious on Micah in part because you got a 250 pound running back doing that. Like it's, it's not very often, or there's not many guys who weigh as much as Leonard Fournette. And are going to be able to lay a block like that. I mean, I, I mean, look, I'll be honest. I, I could see from the player safety standpoint how, when you see the way Micah fell, he fell back and he fell back into another dude's knee. Like it, 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 the whole play looked scary. It looked a little dangerous, especially for one of the young budding stars on defense. Um, but that's football. I mean, it, it's hard to eliminate every single scenario where there's a dangerous play. It's just, the, it's just the reality of it. And so I don't know um, how you take out that element of scheme and give offensive lines any shot. Because Micah Parsons, Von Miller, LeVar Arrington, whoever you want to throw in the conversation, that's a huge mismatch for any tackle. Like, it, it, more often than not, the tackle's not going to be able to hold up. And so if you take out that element of an offense's counter to that, it's going to change the game in a big way. And unfortunately, like, it's an offensive game. You know, fantasy, the fans, like people like points. I know that, that second half last night, I'm not sure was was the most entertaining for a lot of fans out there. I think that that's one of those plays that's lo- that's further down the, the list of you right. got to do away Dangerous. with that. I mean, yeah. take a look at Clinton Portis and Larry Sinners, who is the godfather of chip blocking. It, you, If you thought that was brutal, let me tell you something. That, go, go check out Larry. If, and that's a long time ago, so I don't know how much film would be available on YouTube. Larry Centers, number Larry's, thirty-seven. Larry Centers. That's right. That's his number. Chip yep. block. The, that's what I got for you. The spirit <laughs> and the soul out of people Wait, on the field. So no I don't know. I think that's just a part of rite of passage. Like I agree with Vaughn in the sense that you know the way he feels because he's an elite pass rusher. But for what it's worth, outside of sentimental value, I, I don't buy it. Larry Centers, old Phoenix Cardinal. Number 37. Yeah. That's right. I think he wore number 37. Yeah, bowling ball mistaken. calves. He uh, wore number 31 his final year uh, with the Patriots, though. I remember that. That's right. Vividly. What were his uh, attempts? Super Bowl, stats I that year? Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> you see, you know that I have all this stuff. Now, yeah. just off memory, like I, I don't know any of this That's stuff. Right. I'm not looking at anything. There's no computers <laughs> up right. here in the studio. Right. Uh, we're dealing That's with a Wi-Fi right. issue. Uh, I mean, but what do you want? You want like the number? I mean, he had 19 catches for 106 yards his final. <laughs> that year was another thing. He was a receiving. Uh, he was a receiving fullback. Yeah. He, was. Yeah, he was. And, and yeah. where did he go to college, there, Jonas? I mean, listen. They, clearly, you know that I that I'm well aware of where he went to college, and yeah. uh, you know that I'm I'm sitting here Such looking at this beach. right now. Uh, yes. Looking at SF Austin, uh, obviously uh, it's the called alum. Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, but yeah. you know, so I, I don't want to confuse people with the wrestler Steve Austin, so I just call it SF Austin. Think, uh, I don't think anyone uh, confuse the stuff. And, and the pride of Tatum High School out of Texas. That's um, right. But again, Tyler, Texas, I believe. Not even, uh, not even trying to brag here. Just, just want to let people know that this is the uh, the situation. And the reason I know uh, everything about Larry Centers uh, obviously is because he wore number thirty-seven. Yeah. And uh, and I followed him. Uh, really Religiously throughout his career. That's so, right. That's right. So there's nice. that. Okay. What else we got, Lee? Guys, in case you were wondering, uh, the reported salaries for both Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell for that exhibition boxing match. Well, Le'Veon Bell made two hundred fifty thousand uh, front up, up front. Adrian Peterson only reportedly right. made fifteen thousand. <laughs> That's now, right. that disclosed hmm. salary is before pay-per-view so, incentives and a cut of the ticket sales. It's very a, interesting. A, Adrian, we, Adrian Peterson only made $15,000. 15, hey, so what is that after taxes, Brady? Was that in Florida, well, it, though? It depends on his current That was know, in the income. at the Bank of California, oh. L.A. Oh, so he got about he got about twenty two yeah. bucks uh, to, <laughs> to get uh, to get uh, his, his snooze button hit by uh, Le'Veon Bell. It depends Bell. on his, his current income, but uh, look, the the pay per view is what could could jump that figure up. But man, that's uh, that's a tough look. That's I mean, you obviously don't take look. that fight unless you think you're going to win, because there's not much upside there. I mean, that that right hand had a little bit of thunder and lightning in it. I'll tell you yeah. that. You know, Le'Veon looked like he's boxed a lot. Like you, yeah. you look like a legit boxer out there. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, you're right. He put his ass to sleep. like. I was watching. I was like, damn. He faded. Maybe, he was. He, he was fading on him. Yeah, yeah. He definitely put that that right hand out there. He's like, you see this right hand? Okay, now I'm gonna throw it. Good night. Yeah, yeah that's terrible. Yeah. What a bummer. That's one of them night quill dips. Yeah. <laughs> one, two, three, four night quills for your ass. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.